Okay, okay. We've got five, Sammy, four, and yet three, but two and one. Hey guys, welcome to the Red Room. My name's Sandy. And I'm Anya. This is our debut podcast. No idea what we're doing, but we're very excited to be doing it. We are currently sat at the Fuel Bar at Barry Central, which has been our home for the last seven years, and uh, it's the birthplace of Barry's London and Barry's UK. So the idea behind the whole the whole thing, right, Anya, is that we spend our lives teaching classes at Barry's. Obviously, we always say people come and start training at Barry's for one thing and then maybe stay for something completely different. And I guess over the course of this series, we're going to tap into that. In today's episode, we're going to go back to the very beginning. We've been joined by two incredible, special friends of ours who have been through thick and thin with us at Barry's, Gemma and Kush. Kush is, well, he likes to describe himself as the director of fun at Barry's. He has also been the star of Shipwrecked, and he's an incredible singer. He's often been my cool-down track. So you can find all his amazing music on Spotify. And alongside him is um, Gemma McKenzie-Brown, a high school musical three star. She's a singer in her own right, uh, a Barry's master instructor, who the two of them, I mean, they've been with us since, what, over seven years. But they were our first hires. Met them in a, a club in Soho, and they've been with us ever since. So we thought, who better to delve into the Red Room with? So we're going to be talking all things Barry's beginnings. Um, how we got into it, how Gemma and Kush got involved with us, and... Let's be honest, we drop a few names along the way, I think. Just just a few names. Just a few. <laughs> anyway, let's get started. Hope you enjoy. We've just done your class, Gem. Yes. Uh, which was pretty horrific, but amazing at the same time. <laughs> Thanks. We kind of sat here at the fuel bar in a bit of a, a, bit of a daze. Um, it's perfect time because we're at the original studio, Central, to ask you all about your Barry's beginnings, the two of you. How we started. Gosh. Oh, should we... Ooh. So... We, so I've known Kush since I was 15. I met Kush walking down the street on the way to an audition for a pop band, the next S Club 7. So I saw this guy walking down the street in lots of bright clothing and I thought he must be going to the audition. So I started singing the song from the audition and he turned around and joined in. And that was 10 years ago. And, and we actually still do that to this day. Yeah, I, th- I did it in your class, actually. I think I started singing along in your class. So um, we... Went on a night out in Soho. We met up with some old friends um, and we went on a night out. It wasn't really a night out. So, funny story. Gemma, Wait, is this the night we met? Yeah, so I Gemma was actually breaking up, well, doing the clothes swap with her oh, ex-boyfriend yeah, no, yeah. at her time. Yes. So, they, the ex-boyfriend bought a friend, Gemma bought a friend, for the clothes swap over. Yes. And then we were, we're all still very good friends, aren't we? So, we all just sort of started chatting. And then his friend... It was his friend, Jamie, yeah. said, my mate Joey's here from New York. Shall we all go for drinks? We thought, why not? So we went to meet his mate, Joey, in Ballons in Soho. And then we sat there and said, oh, I'm opening a, this gym called Barry's Boot Camp. No, I'm not. These guys are opening this gym called Barry's Boot Camp. And I went, oh, I've seen it on the Kardashians. Yeah. I was immediately interested. So, and then there was these two guys that rocked up <clears throat> that were saying they were going to open this gym. One of them had hair like Kurt Cobain. Is um, that yeah, me? Yeah, yeah oh, very sexy. Thinking, well, it, was good, it was good look. Kate yeah. Bain's come for the ride. And then what? So I remember you guys were like, okay, we're going to need some help. Just know we're going to train, like, trial some trainers. If you don't mind picking up a paintbrush, it'll be kind of cool. And I remember we turned up at Barry's Houston. Well, hold on, can I just say, oh. I, I gave one of you or both of you a business card. You did? 
I f- and they are the only two or one business cards that I have ever handed out. Like that's fortuitous, I think, that I had them on me at the time, and I was like very proud of handing this thing Give over. Yeah. If you have those, if you still have them, they are. Ooh, I might do. It might be my mum's because I went home for Christmas. Also, I almost didn't start working here because your business card looked too like gritty for me. Because I remember it was like this camo print business card. I was like, I'm not going to lie. I'm this this boot camp in the mud thing is not for me. And then I turn up and it's this most glossy, beautiful. But I feel like you didn't but... come, for some reason. You didn't, did you come to the class that Annie ran? Because I remember it's boxing day and I think James message saying do you still want that job on reception <laughs> it was boxing day the day after and I said yeah yeah because I was working in a clothes shop and then I said well I'm still in, I'm still in Hull but I'm coming down tomorrow King's Cross my train gets in at half five and he was like great and this class is going to be at six yeah. I remember walking in thinking I was really fit like getting on a treadmill and wanting to fall off I remember seven was as fast as I could run seven couldn't run seven miles per hour and how fast do you run now, Jim? 12.5, honey! Yeah. Yeah. I think that, for me, is the best thing in the world, is when you look out the doors and the desk team, mainly, you know, in the old days it was you two, oh, dancing around, so a dance break happening, or but a I song love- or a dance, or... It was so, honestly so fun, but also because we had no idea what we were doing. Like, yeah. it's a well-oiled machine now. But I remember doing, we did a week of training. I'm doing, like, inverted <laughs> comments. Yeah, 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 you can't yeah. see me, we're on a podcast. Because we just kind of turned up, did a few hours, and then we just go to the pub. Yeah. And then realised... Nando's. That, Nando's. Nando's. And yeah. we realised in the studio hadn't been finished, or whoever was here painting was like, guys, I'm not going to get finished by the morning for the opening party. So we all came back. And we all started painting camouflage. Yeah, I remember that. Glass of wine in one hand, paintbrush in the paintbrush other. Paintbrush in the other. Obviously, we're very healthy now, guys, but... If you're ever in Central running on treadmill one, just have a little look to your right and go, wow, beautiful camouflage, hand-painted by yours truly. Even the, uh, the foam on the ceiling. When we first opened, we had no soundproofing. And oh James God. and I were sticking the, the foam up on our own. And uh, I got so high off the, so, like, the spray <laughs> solvent stuff. And I was balancing on one foot at the top of a ladder, trying to stick up these <laughs> massive panels of foam onto the ceiling at like three in the morning having about half an hour sleep for the last like six days. So I don't really remember a lot of it. Just, you didn't sleep. It's a bit like, just I, I mean, I, I have a small child and having Barry's, I mean, it's a bit like having children. <laughs> it really is because when we opened Central, we had no, remember, no tumble dryers for one point. No. And so we oh. had alarms going in our house to put towels, yes, take them out of washing machines to put them in the dryer on a cycle. So we just weren't sleeping. Last we opened week. in what, the 26th of January, 2013. And... Um, the week before obviously it was last minute stuff we had people on their hands and knees clearing up the floor and like the dust took like 15 washes to get rid of I remember the night before we opened on the, we opened the Saturday morning and we were doing the camo on the Friday night I remember, I remember people falling asleep or passing out on bare concrete because they were so tired like lying outside literally just lay down for a second on bare concrete and then fell asleep and woke up like an hour or two later then we opened and the next week we had the open party would you ever have thought you'd have still been working at Barrett? Yeah, this was our like mm. weekend job while we're doing our, you know, it's with... this music stuff or acting, still auditioning for stuff. You were auditioning when Barry started. Yeah, I mean, still, I was still working. Uh, yeah, the reason I felt, the reason Barry's is in London is because I was mm. acting in LA, and so for me, I literally went to my first Barry's cast um, with a desker in LA who took me, and a bit like you, I was like, oh, I've heard about it on the Kardashians. <laughs> I, love I know it's hot. Kardashians. I know this is going to be horrible. I actually went to my first class and fell in love with this concept and was going religiously. Every, as much as I could afford to go, I would be there. And then James came out to visit me in L.A. 
and thought this is going to be something that's for girls because Anya's doing it can't be that hard <laughs> and had exactly the same experience and fell in love with it. I love bringing people to Barry's that have that, that feeling yeah. like, oh, yeah, like, or oh, anyone new to Barry's, like, you explain it to anyone. They have no idea, like I didn't before I did your class for the first time, you have no idea what it's going to be. It's like a washing machine and then you get out and you want to go back in. <laughs> like, yeah. and anywhere from goes, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Or I do this concept that's similar and then you in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, but if we were here first. Yeah. So. Also, I get, really, I get really protective over the company. For, like, there's some weird gravitational pull. So like, even when I, I, I think I did last year, I went and did a film. She would think I'd be in my element, but I, part of me was still sad that I wasn't signing people in. I don't know why, but I was like, oh, the client's are probably missing me. And I, why am I not that? But then it's weird, like, if anyone mentions any other boutique fitness studio, I'm like, well, they're not, so it's not Barry's, is it? <laughs> and then even anything else, like, well, it's not Barry's, so you can, because like, I feel like we kind of started this wave of boutique studios in London because I never heard of I, I feel like we are the very first, we're the first one yeah. I think we are yeah, yeah there was nothing yeah. like it so nothing like it I remember the main thing at the beginning was just to kind of create this community that they had in West Hollywood yeah and all of us when actual real life people came down the stairs we couldn't quite believe it because it had just been a bit of a pipe dream and yeah we painted the camera and done all the things and had treadmills but to see actual life people coming down the stairs and the desk who had been trained by the Americans and obviously we were trying to create this culture which yeah. has worked amazingly. But saying hello and like, how are, you, how are you to people? Everyone was so shocked. Londoners were like, they're talking to me? Yeah. They weren't used to that level of communication and just the fact that we wanted to know about them and be friends yeah. and get to know them. I actually got yeah. my first boyfriend by doing that on the desk. Uh, he came in and he was, no offence, he, he knows he was, he was miserable and he was a lawyer and he walked in and he just, everyone would be like, oh, why is this man so moody? So me being me, I was like, I'm going to make him smile. Um, <laughs> so I was like, his surname, he probably will listen to this. I love you now. I remember yeah. him. So that powerful this guy, I gave him a fist pump and he fist pumped me and then he came in the next day and I did it again and he was a bit shocked that someone was actually talking to him in this world. So I was like, Hey, and this became a thing, and he became like almost offended if I didn't give him a fist bump. And that once again led to a coffee, got went to a drink, ended up dating, and he became so in love with Barry's community. Three bucks me, and he became so in love with me. Yeah. <laughs> in love with me. That's but then, curveball of the story, he's now moved to Dubai, but now he's, I think he is actually trained to be a Barry's trainer in Dubai because he's, he's quit his law job because he doesn't, he's now moving in the fitness world because of Barry. It's like the mafia. Once you're in, yeah. once you're in, you can't get out. I know for me, when I did my first class and the instructors in America, it wasn't because I thought they were celebrities or anything. It's because they were changing my life. So yeah, that's why I was huge, excited to see them. Huge impact. So I mm. feel like it's, it's a real relationship that we develop. Yeah. Whether you're on the desk or the fuel or And it's genuine as well. Like, it yeah. makes your class so much better like, and your experience on desk. When you know who's coming in, you can catch up on what you were on about yesterday. You know about all their kids. You know when their wedding is. Yeah. And it's so, like, it's so special that you actually get to work and you genuinely care what clients are in the room. If it's if it's if it's every if you know the entire room, mm. or you know everyone that's signing in for the class, yeah. you just feel like it's really special. It's like having a party. It's so nice. We have a client called um, Peter Kraus, and he's like congratulations. <laughs> it was his he, was, he was here at lunchtime. He and he, I remember, we've just all done. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. And he, I remember he came in. And I was, he was like, "So Kush, I, I don't like taking my phone in class, as you know." I was like, "Yes." Yeah, he was like, "But my wife is potentially going to labour." <laughs> yeah. And I was getting really excited. I was like, "Oh, oh baby names!" I was, I was getting so involved in his life and his baby names, and then. I think it was like two days after he was like, 
she's had the baby. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, you know Daddy Kraus? Yeah. And, oh, and for us, it's so Krause. exciting. We see them go from like single to married to with a baby. To, well, Anya, we watched you do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Sandy. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone seen Amazing Danny, your client? I was running next to her and she just had a baby like oh. two weeks before. But Danny she... DJ's Danny. Yeah, yeah. DJ's yeah. Yeah. I did come oh, next to her and I was like, where was that child? Yeah. Where's like, it? Did you have a baby? Yes. Well, two shout weeks out ago. to Hector as well, who came on the day of, um, what, due date? No. Oh, which was a bit of a shock. She I came, she took, uh, coming into the class, grabbing, she's like, so I am due today. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I think it was leg day as well. I was like, okay, we'll just do a whole bunch of squats. And I, I generally thought this could be the day that I deliver. It's going to happen. I deliver a boot For camp, sure, because there's some really serious mummers here. Yeah, there is. Mummers to be. I do love it when you're in the class and you tell them to get into the next move and the only person doing it is the pregnant lady. I'm like, look, yeah. <laughs> Sophie's doing it. What's your excuse? Although you've got to watch out for DJ. They keep asking me to be their manny to their, like, seven or eight. They have oh. eight children. So, like, we should be a really good manny for all of our kids. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to be <laughs> You couldn't look after one child. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a weird circle that kind of now extends so far and everyone, see, everyone knows... Everyone. Crazy. So didn't you just get... I think this is like your star moment. Awesome. He was secretly so proud. I'm going to pretend like I don't know what you're talking you about. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so he went... Sandy went to the Paris opening and was walking through the streets oh, with yeah. the CEO of Barry's um, and you got ready. Well, it was quite funny. It was, so we just had the party for the opening of the Paris studio. Yeah. And um, Joey and I and a few others were walking down the street and a couple of guys came up to us and were like... Oh, it's Sandy from Barry's Bootcamp in London. And I was like, I don't believe this is a joke. Are you setting me up? Is this a setup? And they're like, no, this is great. And I'm like, oh, well, hey, nice to meet you. And um, this, is, this is Joey. He's the CEO. I was like, if I could have any time to have two people recognize me, like, yeah. I was like, that's in front of the CEO. It's a good time to be like, <laughs> yes, it is me. So, Chris, do you get recognized more from Barry's or more from the TV Shit, right. show you're on? I we okay, I get a lot of, weirdly I get lots from shipwrecked. I never thought I would, but I, I think it's actually equal. Barry's and shipwrecked like noticing, which you'd never think because they've almost put two and two together. It's like oh, it's the Barry's boy on shipwrecked, and I get it on the desk all the time. I'll sign people in, and they're like, oh, you can't see them. They're staring at me. That's what I'm doing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and they look and they go, I know you from somewhere, and I don't tell them. I'm like, oh, I, I get around, I do things. No, I know, I know you from somewhere, don't you? And I'm like, no. They're like, you were on that show, weren't you? I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, I'm sure I've done it the other way around. Where I've been like, they're like, I, like if I'm drunk around, I recognise you. I'm like, mm, yeah, well, I was, I was an actress. No, no. I'm like, mm, do you have young children? <laughs> no. Okay, it was High School Musical. Oh, no, Barry's. You did 12.30. I'm like, oh, great. Well, <laughs> certainly from my perspective, the best thing about having you two work for us is I get loads of cool downs amazing cool down songs <laughs> there's a pill for the chill of the other truth cruel words are the curse of a troubled youth that said I dread that said you and I feel it's coming through I should have known that we'd wind up here feel the music yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah, I remember doing that. Lots of things like that, though. I remember, like, well, sometimes we play like musical theatre songs. Um, oh yeah, and reenact our dreams. We actually, we actually, <laughs> um, we have a fellow Jessica. She's actually not talking. She's behind the scenes right now. Who's in marketing? And her name's Megan. Megan Hannah Jones. Megan Hannah Jones. Also, Me- oh, we can reel off her CV. 
uh, the particles on CBBC. Oh, she played Jessica Hines' daughter once in an ITV drama, and Jessica Hines actually has done class. Also, actually, before and I think she actually went up to her and went, "Remember me?" <laughs> Which I did with Kerry Mulligan as well. Remember me? She's like, "No, okay." <laughs> well, before I actually go, that should remind me of another story. Before I tell this other story of us singing on Fuel Bar, it was actually yesterday we did um, this charity class for these lovely Year Nine girls because um, Barry's a lot with charity, so it was really lovely. And so these all these little Year Nine girls come in to do like our practice, like a trial class. And then they all look at and they went, oh my God, you're a girl from TV, aren't you? And Megan's like, yes, uh, hello. It's like, oh, I watch you. Oh my God, this is so cool. Yeah, well, Megan was so proud of that that she texted our WhatsApp group. Tell us all the <laughs> oh, stuff. no. So, uh, it's all right. We all do the same, don't we? But yeah, She's we, smiling in the background. We used to always, you, as, if you're a client, you probably don't know, but when those red doors shut, I mean the glass, but the red room's door shut, what happens outside normally is a, a big musical. I remember we a used musical, to turn like yeah. Les Mis on, do three part, part, part harmonies. I have a video of me, um, you, Shannon and Kate doing a, a full on dance routine. routine to something. It was to, <laughs> can you keep up, baby boy? That, that one, I still remember the routine. Most memorable Barry's night out. Oh my God! Um, right, most memorable mm. Barrington, probably the, f- the first one. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. First night out. We didn't even know each other. Like, obviously, you guys knew each other, your family, but <laughs> we—I knew Kush. Yeah, and that was it. And we had the best night. We all swapped numbers. We ended up. Out, we went out really late. Karaoke with each other with people you never met. When does that ever happen? And also, I think that was the best night for me personally as well because naturally, when because now when we go out with all of our deskers and everyone. Of course, they're all friends with each other. Like, especially us, us four, we're like really good friends. But naturally, a lot of the new people have come in. They've only known you as the owners of Barry's. So no matter how fun they want to be, it's also still that limp. limp. There's also part of you being like, I don't want to be too much of a drunk in front of the owner of Barry's. They might like, hey, obviously you'd never. <laughs> but I think that was the most purest time we've we ever had friends. because we were all just met in a night out, all had my, fun, just didn't care. All my favourite Barry's nights do include karaoke. Because Gemma, you always ones. make us do karaoke. Do you remember my birthday, Sandy? <laughs> oh, right. I had my birthday. I think it might be my 20th. Is it Sophie's steak? No, it's your 21st. It was, it, was my 20, it was my 21st. It's your 21st. And yeah. I, the year before was really fun. We invited everyone and everyone was free. For some reason, my 21st, I invited everyone. And I think for you and Erica, Alien Izzy, and my friend Helena came. <laughs> no, you, you didn't make that one, I don't think. And oh, I thought friend. no one was having fun. So I kept getting everyone tequila and I was the only person drinking it. And Sandy and I fell asleep in the karaoke room. And Sandy and Erica had to carry me into Sandy's car. And we were so close from my house. And I had to wind down the window. Yes. And I don't think Sandy realised until he went to wash his car. No, 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 I realised. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing you the next day. Like, I still have a souvenir from our, our night out on the side of my old Audi A3. Oh, God. 16-year-old Audi A3 that was paint decorated by... What's interesting, I, people probably think of when you work for a fitness company that everything's all very serious and we have to be, behave really and well the whole fitness. time about fitness yeah. and, <laughs> you know, eating the right stuff and all that kind of thing. But we work had, hard, play hard is our motto, I think. When we had yeah. pizzas once, we, uh, there was lots of like the, the buff New York and LA traders with us and we had a party and we ordered so many Domino's pizzas that were everywhere. So many that I remember that I think Taylor and Castro had to go give them ate about 15 pizzas to the homeless in the area because that's how many we ordered. And the, like, the American instructors were like, pizza? Really? <laughs> so I was like, I haven't had pizza in 10 years. <laughs> we were like, oh, well. Yeah. But I, so I, to yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say, all of our trainers look amazing. Not just desk, we all, I think everyone in our community look incredible and they feel incredible because I think, for me especially, because 
I work out, play hard as well. But for me, fitness is never about having 20 million abs and like the biggest muscles in the world. I think that's what Barry is sort of, for, for me, the reason I still can hang out here and work out here is because if it was about that, I'd feel quite uncomfortable. Mm. And it's not, it's about feeling good as well because I think that's equally as important to our like Barry's ethos. Mm. And if it wasn't, we wouldn't have the community that we have. I think that um, is the ethos. That's why it's That's so the key good. thing. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that's why when we when we first opened, let's be honest, kind of like this podcast, didn't really know what we're doing at all. <laughs> um, but what what we did know is that we could make sure that everyone coming in it was like the best part of their day yeah. or the week. Yeah. And I still talk to clients now. I'm like, and they're like, do you remember Alex Delano? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, this is like my Friday six forty. It is the best. It's the highlight of my week. Love it. I was like, that's that's what we've always aimed for. That actually to create this environment where people can come in and it is the best part of their week. And that's. Really, I mean, obviously, it all comes down to a workout, but it's more than that. It's the experience from when you walk in, see you guys at the front in the old days at the front desk, and now come in to your class, German. Yes, everyone is so important from walking in to yeah coming in oh, and everyone. doing the class, and the people that you're running next to and on the floor, like they become firm friends. They've got WhatsApp yeah. groups. They like look at your nine thirty crowd. Yeah. They yeah. didn't know each other, and now they're like. And for all walks of life as well. Literally from, I think that's another thing about this podcast is that we want to like sit down with guests and who have become friends, clients who have become friends, but everyone's so different. Yeah. Like literally everyone's so, you could, I always say like, I can teach my class and I can walk down the line of treadmills and everyone in there is so different. You can have a, like a mum next to a model, next to a media person, next to a student, next to a pop star, next to a famous retired footballer that kind of stuff right? <laughs> yeah. Love that. Yeah, the brother. funniest thing ever was the deskers so I teach at 8.20 which is quite early in the morning and I walk in and the desk used to always look quite bleary eyed and half asleep because they've obviously had to be here since six I teach my class and if there was a certain someone in my class by the time I got out it was like full <laughs> manicure blow dry face and makeup I completely revamped I think because this isn't there like, especially if they've just started coming to Barry's, I think that they're in an environment they're probably trying to go a bit incognito. And they, although I'll never yeah. forget Paloma Faith, she was absolutely brilliant. Oh, I love the first time she came, she tried to come a bit incognito. Um, as you would, because she didn't know the environment. But then I realized, I think she realized everyone chatted to each other and she started like, yeah, she, <laughs> came to yeah, know yeah, everyone. Yeah, she re emerged as Paloma Faith. She literally, yeah. I remember being in a class with her and um, it was Taylor's class and he kept going, Gemma, shouting everyone out, but yeah. Gemma this, Gemma that. And then out of nowhere, she went, go on, Gemma! <laughs> I didn't even know her. And I was like, wow, she has caught the Barry's bug. Oh. Like, she is. And then she came out of the change room that day in full Paloma. Like, did she have like a banana headdress on? Yeah, it was that she had big. So, yeah. mm. she, I remember she used to try to use a, a, a dumbbell as a pillow in my class at one point. I love it. It's quite middle of the room lying down with her head <laughs> on a dumbbell trying to have a little snooze. Oh, wow. well, I don't think she was, but yeah. it was like... We should call this podcast The Name Drop. I know. But, you know, we are name dropping. I think, honestly, we could chat and chat and chat about all our clients. Yeah. Not yeah. just the, oh. the famous ones. There's chat so many Canada. stories. Yeah. I want to ask about you guys, just because, just sitting here and talking about fitness and stuff, and just going back to when we first started. Um, how old were you both? You were eight, eight, I was 18. 18. I was 20. 20. 18, 20. Yeah. But like fitness, was it a huge, it wasn't a huge part of your life back then, right? Or was it? No. I, I never stepped into a gym. Okay, so it really wasn't a huge yeah, part of I your life. I never stepped into a gym, but all I used to be fitness-wise was I used to dance basically four times a week. We used to dance four times a week, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I'd literally never stepped into a gym. I'd never picked up a dumbbell in my life. 
Um, I, used to, I used to go to a gym a lot, but I think that's because I was in that pop band and yeah. like there was, it was in that era and it's so much better for it now, but it wasn't that long ago, 2010, it was yeah. still quite the influence on like, if you want mm. to be in the spotlight, you have to be very fit and very tiny. So I was a bit like feeling a, a lot of pressure at that age. I was young, like I was yeah, 15, you 16, I used to, we used to do rehearsals all day, then I'd always go to the gym. The other two girls in the band were like naturally slim, both gorgeous, beautiful women, girls at the time. Um, and I always felt like the bit of the stocky one. Um, so I used to kind of punish myself in the gym. Not in a crazy way, but it would be, I would be there to burn off the calories. And then Barry's, literally, like you said, t- it, completely different. It was my hour of fun. It was my hour of social. It was my hour to get fit like I'd never been fit before. So that was the bonus. On top of that, best shape I've ever been in, fittest I've ever been. In, ever been. But that was the byproduct of the fun the friendships. And a great state of mind, the rather state. than, I mean, I came from a modelling background mm-hmm. and then acting and obviously was in the band. Yeah. I think like you, very similarly, thought you had to be skinny and with the gym was almost like a punishment and a chore yeah. alongside, you know, <clears throat> terrible eating and dieting and all those things mm-hmm. to be a shape that's not healthy, really. Yeah. Um, and finding Barry certainly changed my complete mindset mm-hmm. about what you should look like as a woman, how you should be as a woman, how you should feel. And actually you know going from looking at people that i used to think were aspirational now when i see strong people or people achieving things for me that's so much more powerful totally agree but i've got a question for you guys you come from a modeling music actress side and sandy comes from a sort of journalistic side journalistic uh, is that a word journalistic it journalism is, yeah. Yeah. It's a word. um how where and why did you think actually we're going to go from these careers that we're doing to this this because that's such a big jump that's quite a massive jump it to was- falling in love with something yeah I mean I think we both put words in Anna's mouth but we both had probably the same experience you guys did it is a bit, it is an addiction people are like this is the most amazing feeling <laughs> and you come out of it I mean I try and recreate Barry's in London when I came back and it wasn't here I'd be the crazy person in the gym with the treadmill like <laughs> shaking because the treads yeah. weren't the treads and gyms weren't what we have or trying to recreate, you know, high reps with dumbbells and everyone would be looking around like, what's this girl doing? <laughs> um, uh, with this music in my headphones. But of course you can't buy the atmosphere and the group the camaraderie energy. You can't buy the trainer either unless you're here, I yeah. think. Yeah, the, yeah so the trainer. I think, so I think that was it, wasn't it? You, you only need one... Like I always joke, like one hour was enough to change the whole direction of my life. Mine too. Right, one and, hour. And a night out for me. Yeah. An hour and a night out. <laughs> that's how it all, you know, the people that we met, that's what they believed Barry's to be. And they believed in us because we loved it. I think that's all about our feeling. Like the conversation now in general about fitness that is, is way more about how, how it makes you feel than, you know, when we got into it, it was a lot, the conversation was about how you look. Is that, yeah. is that fair to say? Absolutely. Yeah, there'd be um, no other reason to go to the gym. Yeah, that was, in those that was why you train was to look a certain way. Whereas mm-hmm. now everyone has kind of embraced the fact that you train for lots of other reasons than just than a physical yeah. output, you know? Yeah. And I think Barry's has always been about making you feel a certain way. I think even, I mean, you know, people have hard points in their life, but this place is a happy place. Yeah. So certainly the last, whatever, couple of years have been quite difficult for various personal reasons. When you're in this room, you forget everything. Or even walking through the doors and you're greeted with a smile. Whatever else is going on in your day, you end up leaving with that positive feeling. Yeah. Even if you're kind of walking on a treadmill or yeah. just like yeah. lifting the smallest weights in the world, as long as you can kind of get yourself in here, 
you leave feeling great. Soaking it up. You do have, I remember there's so many times I've had clients because we're a busy place, so waitlist is going to want to get in. And we've had some clients run in like three minutes late. I'm like, I'm sorry, we've got a queue. People who need to get into this class. And I've had people break down and cry in front of me, being like, yes. I needed to do this class. I'm like, probably, I'm sorry if I wanted to laugh sometimes. I was like, I was like I'm really sorry. I, I can't, there's nothing I can do, but that you could clearly see how important that hour was to their day. It really is. And I was like, I've oh. i that as well. Yeah. We had a power cut. I had someone cry because we had a power cut and they couldn't come in. That's when I was on desk. It was years ago. Yeah. It was like, that's how important it is for people to come and but one feel thing I- good. One thing I really like is you're right about the friendships of barriers because they all stand up, they all stick up for each other. Because I remember, because now I work at SW1, you get a nice, a vast array of Sloanies who come to SW1 and they're all like friends because they all live in the same area. And I remember this client was really rude to one of our deskers. This was like a new client, it was their first time, was really rude to one of our deskers. And then one of our regular clients stood in and went, Oh, yeah. Excuse me, you cannot talk to them like that. So that's not, and started sticking up for us. That's I was like, not berries. And no. I was like, that is so nice. I was like, thanks for having my back. And it was I'm just, sure, yeah, I'm sure that's happened to me as well, or something years ago, like someone that doesn't know us and doesn't understand that, like maybe the receptionist isn't, that's not the role at yeah. berries. If you're a desker, you're not like the random receptionist that was hired as a temp. You're in the yeah. gang. Yeah. And I remember someone having a go at, I don't know if it was me or I was there watching someone have a, have a go at someone and, and a client again stepped in and was like, excuse me, <laughs> no, you don't talk to the girls. It might have been me and Izzy or me and someone on the desk at the time. You don't speak to them like that. I was like, yes. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but yes to them. <laughs> yeah. We have a little challenge for you. I Because you love a challenge. Well, I've never met anyone who loves games more than Gemma Mackenzie Brown. It's so <laughs> true. <Games. laughs> I, yeah. So, in true Barry's finale style, we're going to make you do bicycle crunches as fast as you can and fire our 10 hot Barry's questions at you. Guys, anyone who can't see me, which is all of you, I'm actually wearing wearing corduroy shorts and a neckerchief. (laughs) It's reserved for you, I think, Kesh. This is quite a... It's cute though, isn't it? Subdued. You look oh, like subdued. Yeah, subdued. Yeah. Got this. Right. right. I'm ready, Kush. Going first, Three, ready, two, one, go. So, Kush, funniest Barry's moment. Oh, um, when Chris appeared in the studio. <laughs> what gets you through that final sprint, Gemma? Pretending I'm on the Olympics and everyone's cheering for me. Kush, who is your Barry's crush? All of the men. <laughs> Gem, who's your favourite instructor? Anya. Yes. Oh, Kush, Barry's pet peeve. Um, when everyone says they're a loyal, no, when they say they're a regular. Gemma, <laughs> fave day of the week. Uh, Monday. Kush, guilty pleasure. Um, <laughs> oh, having to fix a locker when someone's hot in there. Gemma, <laughs> worst habit. Um, well, Barry's. Oh, people, not mine. People that fart on the treadmill when trying to teach. <laughs> Your worst habit in life. Uh, in my life. Oh, uh, 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 going to the toilet all the time. We, we. Kush, in life, secret trick. Um, be nice and charming. <laughs> Gemma, a fun fact no one knows about you. Um, I need a wee while I'm doing these bicycle crunches. <laughs> well, hold on, because you too, you too. Fun fact that no one knows about you. Um, I'm actually a very fast runner. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Recover. Well done, was that guys. Seconds? Was that seconds? No, you were trying to do it. <laughs> you did it in a minute and five seconds. Honestly, <laughs> my funniest moment is also a crucial food machine. <laughs> okay, he was a puppy. So thank you so much for listening. You are now part of the Barry's family. 
Congrats. 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 Welcome. And if you enjoyed it, please rate and review us. And if you guys have any questions, you can reach us at Barry's UK and hashtag the Red Room podcast. So join us next week for another episode of the Red Room. Bye. 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 If you want to send us any questions, then email us. <laughs> if you want to ask us any questions, send us a carrier vision to. I had a major mind blank. I was like, uh... go to a musical. I'll be someone like my Barry's there to talk to. Yeah. <laughs>